Hello, and welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. I'm Priscilla McKinney, as always, but uh, today I have one of my besties. Welcome to the show, Kristen. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for having me back. Oh, uh, you know, you're. This is a third time, and I think at this point, people are are just simply writing me questions and saying, "Here's my question. Could you ask Kristen this?" <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I'm here. Ask me anything. Ask me anything. Well, I want. I asked you to come on specifically for uh, a reason that, to be honest, I have questions. So this is my show, so I get to do whatever I want. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so I was thinking back a couple of years um, ago to uh, when you and I first met, we were both sharing a stage at an industry event. And it was my first industry event in market research. And you made a point to come connect with me and invite me to, uh, you know, to really chat about what I was doing, what you were doing. And shortly thereafter, you brought me into uh, your passion project, which is Women in Research Wire. And that has absolutely changed my life. But today, <laughs> I want to talk about another moment that changed my life. And it involves you as well. So a couple of years ago at IIEX for Green Book, you invited me to a luncheon for SOMAR. And, you know, you really were encouraging me that, you know, doing the kinds of things you and I were both doing, which we're trying to give back to the community that has really been so good to us. You invited me to that lunch and I got to meet Joaquin um, Brecha at that time, who was the president of SOMAR. So... <laughs> When I heard that you are running for president for SOMR, I thought I've got to have you back on Ponderings from the Perch and I want to hear all about it. So give everybody a little bit of an idea of what you're doing right now with SOMR and then what you're looking to do and what the whole campaigning is all about. Sure. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, I'm kind of a, an SMR brand enthusiast, brand evangelist. I've been a member for almost 11 years now. Uh, the association has probably been one of the most, uh, you know, critical pieces in moving my career forward on a global basis. I'm based on the West Coast of the States, and usually I'm spending about half the year in Europe, although, you know, thanks to this pandemic, I've been, I've been grounded here in the States since last, I think, April now. Uh, but it's been really fundamental in helping me not only develop my network on a global basis and, and have access to researchers all over the world that I wouldn't have met otherwise, but it's also given me a better understanding of how people work globally, the different types of research that are conducted, and different ways of sol solving problems. And so for, for me, it's been such an instrumental part of my career that uh, I ran for council first six years ago. So I've been on council for six years. Um, in the last election, I, I ran for vice president, so I've served as vice president for the last two years. And because it is, you know, such a passion project for me, I decided it was really time to throw my hat in the ring for president. Yeah. yeah. So tell me a little bit about, um, you know, that lead up to it. When you are on the council, when you are the vice president, what are, what are the kinds of things you're doing? What are the kinds of things you're advocating for? Yeah. Well, I mean, SMR as an association is, is really the advocate globally for data privacy and data ethics. So, you know, for anybody that hasn't been involved much with associations, what you probably don't realize, and this is also the case with the Insights Association here in the U.S. and, and pretty much every local association around the world that's in country, is that there's an incredible amount of lobbying um, and governmental affairs work that, that goes on to ensure, A, that 
our industry continues to be able to do what it what it does, you know, which is to um, collect data and ethically and um, um, socially responsible ways. Uh, but the association is 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 also responsible for really looking at and validating new methods um, of research and. And most importantly, I think is is also expanding and bringing in new ideas and new ways of, of doing things. And that's, you know, part of one of the three pillars of the platform that I'm I'm running on. You know, I think that there have been, particularly with the amount of private equity money and the number of new firms coming into this space, uh, that there have been a lot of companies that are working with ancillary or you know second or third party data that, for a lot of researchers, we're not really sure a how to work with that data, where do these players fit in our ecosystem, you know, and how do we work with that, that, um, that data in ethically and responsible ways? And how do we make sure that those companies also adopt our, our privacy and data and ethics best practices? So, you know, I think part of the, the, the goal of the association is to really take a holistic view at the, at the entire industry on a global basis and make sure that we're taking the right steps to preserve the longevity of our industry. Okay, well, I want to come back to a couple of those ideas because you and I talk an awful lot about how much money is flooding into the market research industry right now. Yeah, we've had and a it's lot a fun. We've had a lot yeah. of great conversations there, but I want to come back to that thing you just said about it being global because I'm going to tell you just a personal thing from my side is yes. that when I first was around all the different uh, associations, it was, I don't know where I got it from, but it was just my feeling that SOMR was for your, for like a European council. I didn't really see it as global. And I, I'm sure I probably just didn't, I didn't hear it correctly, but why, why did I get that feeling? Or is that something common that you've heard from people here in the States? Yeah. Well, I mean, historically, SMR started out as a European association, um, you know, but in the, you know, the last, 10, 15 years, we have evolved into a, a global association where we have representation um, and work with associations all, all around the world. So I think it's, a, I think it's probably like legacy branding um, from when the E and SMR stood for European. Uh, that said, you know, we've, we've reworked our tagline, a lot of our positioning so that we, we truly are a global association, but it's, it is something that I feel like I spend a lot of time, you know, like jumping into conversations that I hear on the side and say like, no, no, it's global. You know, like we're a global association. We, you know, we work with folks all over the world. So right. yes, yeah. one of the reasons why I, you know, I convinced you to join Priscilla. I mean, I, I also think that, and, and this is, you know, particularly if you're in a country like the US, which tends to be very insular or you work, you know, in a business where you're not traveling much and particularly internationally, I think the one great thing that SMR provides for people is this access to people, presentations, content from all over the world so that you do have a more global perspective and you understand how people are fundamentally solving for problems in regions maybe you're not familiar with. Mm, I love that. I love that. But yeah. what I've seen clearly is that you've been advocating for more people to join because you constantly uh, beat the drum of there, if there's more people at the table, there's better ideas at the table. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've been really fortunate to the last, well, the, the last six years, I've also served on the board of the SMR Foundation. And I, I, I was really particularly passionate about the foundation, which is all about helping researchers in need, is that they do a lot of work with nonprofits. Now, some of the most interesting presentations that I've ever seen at SMR Congress, and if you're a member of SMR, you can go back to Rihanna and look at all these presentations online and read the papers. But you know, that track 
during SMR Congress, during our annual conference, to me, is some of the most interesting and innovative research you'll, you'll ever read um, or hear about, you know, like how people are doing research in South Sudan or, you know, in these conflict markets around the world where, you know, talking to people uh, about societal issues is not only dangerous a lot of the time for researchers, but, you know, it's dangerous for the respondents as well. And, and trying to collect data that's actionable and interesting and relevant and getting people's perspectives where it's sometimes some of the hardest places in the world to collect data and do measurement. So yeah. that's my, that's my pitch for SMR foundation. If you've never seen one of those sessions or tracks, go into Anna, which is our big data repository at, at SMR and check some of them out because they're, I mean, they're truly dazzling. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're, we're really good friends. So you might, won't mind me saying also that you leverage our relationship also to make me give to the SMR foundation, which I think I do. that's very awesome of you. <laughs> I do. And I personally give as well. So I don't ask you to do anything I don't do myself, Priscilla. Sure, fair enough. I love that. But you know, I say that jokingly, but it, you know, it is, it is our, our pleasure to do these kinds of things when we have received so much from the industry. But I think it takes people really advocating for it. Otherwise, it, it just doesn't get you know pushed around. It's kind of to that point that luncheon that you invited me to to you know talk about and be exposed to SMR. Um, I think it was me and forty of your other closest friends. <laughs> Uh, yes. So. Well, you know, I'm very good at strong arming people into coming to these events. So because I think that you'll get a lot of that. I mean, you got to meet Joaquin Brecha, who's been our president the last two years. You know, Joaquin and I have served on on council again for six, six years together. And, you know, I believe in the platform that he established and there's still work to be done on it. And so I think I think our goal is to get as many people on on the bus as possible so that we're all moving in the in the right direction, the same direction. Right. I love that. So let me kind of tell my audience that they don't know you very well. One other thing about you, <laughs> anybody who really knows you will know that you are there to not only mentor women, but sponsor women into positions like this. Um, and you are always out on the look for uh, really advocating for diversity on panels, on stages, in associations, I mean, across the board. So very exciting for me to have a woman running for president for SMR. And so tell me a little bit about uh, what you see the future for SMR, how we are going to go forward, whether you're president or not, you know, yeah. how are we going to go forward with diversity and how are we going to bring um, more, uh, more uh, diverse, you know, voices to the table. So tell me about your take on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm really pleased that, you know, if you look at the candidate list for council this year, which is, you know, our board at SMR, it's probably one of the most diverse groups of people that we've ever had run for council. You know, we're seeing more candidates from Africa, more candidates from the Americas, more candidates from Asia Pacific, because I, I do believe that, you know, at least since I've been on council, it's, you know, it's been pretty heavily weighted toward the UK and, and Europe. And, you know, of course, that's a tremendous amount of, of, of research spend that comes out of those associations. And it's a, a important to have representation there. But if you look at the Americas, for instance, between North and South America, 56% of the research spend comes out of there. And yet we've had less than 10% representation on council in the past years. Likewise, we've not had a female president in over 12 years. Uh, yeah, and no one from the Americas as well. And so, or, or from any region outside of Europe. So, you know, I think diversity is a big part of it. I think that uh, you know, one of Joaquim's platforms that we've been working on the last few years has been this idea of building bridges. So, you know, how do we truly make a, you know, a global association such that regardless of where you are 
in time zone or what language you speak that you're able to access SMR's platform and services in the same way that somebody, you know, in the Netherlands or in, or in France is able to. And, and that's really important. I've got, you know, you and I talked about this earlier, but I've had a couple of people ask me, well, how are you going to serve as president of a, you know, of an association whose office is in the Netherlands when you're on the West coast of the States? And my response to that is, Hey, if we're a global association, truly, then we absolutely have to be able to support that. Right. Just as we would need to support a president in New Zealand or Australia or in Tokyo. So, you know, I think that's fundamental to who we are in association. Um, yeah. I think, you know, the other, the other two sort of pillars of my campaign have really been around bringing younger researchers into SMR. We've been talking about that for some time and we're not doing a, a great job of kind of bringing up the next generation of researchers. Uh, I think that there are a lot of uh, tech uh, and and sort of non-traditional research companies that are coming into the space because of the amount of private equity money flowing in. Uh, and so they're attracting some of that younger talent, but I don't think, you know, a lot of the full service research suppliers, you know, have been doing the, uh, the greatest job at, at sort of bringing up that next generation. And we definitely want to promote that as an association. Right. Uh, I think that's, that's super important. You know, not, it's not just a balance of, of gender or of race or ethnicity or, or just divergent voices, but it, there's also an age factor in here and what, sure. what is the future of this industry. Um, yeah, I, I love that. So I'm going to take you back just a little bit. Once upon a time when you started women in research, um, oh boy. <laughs> but now it's obviously a very large uh, global um, organization, which also we'll just give a quick plug. It's always free to join. <laughs> so yes, uh, no cost to women, but what's interesting and what I want to really ask you about, about your platform with SMR is that you've always made it a very, um, a very clear um, a, a clear statement that women in research is not just for women in research. That That's this correct. It's also for men who would support that. And you brought up Joaquin, who actually has a platform, who has tried to also recognize these issues, whether they're diversity, you know, in race or in voice or in culture or in um, gender, whatever it is. Um, and so tell, tell me a little bit about how you see SOMAR, like the, the organization where they are now supporting that and, and what, what work still needs to be done there. Yeah, I mean, I'm, we're fortunate at WIRE because we've had a very strong relationship with SMR for years now, you know, they're a strategic partner of ours. And so, you know, we collaborate with them on content and programming. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, diversity goes another step as well. You know, we're looking at gender diversity, you know, ethnic and racial diversity. But I think we also need to be looking at diversity in terms of skill set. And one of the one of the areas where I think as researchers, we've been a little standoffish or like kind of keeping at arm's length are data as a service companies, second and third party data providers, data scientists, you know, business intelligence, where it's like, mm, they're not, you know, maybe they're not quite researchers or they don't, you know, they're not like doing standard primary research. And so like they've got all these scary data sets and we're not really sure what to do with them. I think, you know, in some cases there have been uh, I guess, uh, opinions or perspectives that, you know, we need to push back on that. From my perspective, we need to open our arms and bring those people into our community so they understand the importance of data ethics, privacy, you know, respondent satisfaction, uh, and that we're, we're bringing them into the fold versus, you know, excluding them. Right. For, for me, I'm always trying to bring people together instead of exclude. I always think it's better to work together. And I also think that it really secures the future of our industry as we do start getting more and more familiar with different types of data and, 
and different service providers. And again, because of all the money coming into the industry from private equity and venture capital firms, I do think it's fundamentally kind of changing the face of, of research as we know it, but for the better. Yeah. Well, it is interesting because here I'm a CEO of a marketing agency, but when we're moving into an era where people are not just, you know, uh, saying they want data driven marketing messages and data driven decisions, but maybe they might actually take the step for it, you know, again, you know, inviting more people into it, you know, for those of us who actually don't create the research, but we use it what are the ethics behind how we're going to use it? And I, I totally agree to that. And, and obviously you invited me into that, you know, and I, I do think that I end up in very interesting conversations where it makes people say, oh, is that how our data is being used? That's, yeah. that's interesting to me, you know, and I'm like, that's the kind of conversation I see happening, you know, yeah. but I, I, I want to end on this. I know I ask you all kinds of questions and you and I, this actually, this conversation saved you and I a lot of thumb time texting this. Back and forth. <laughs> so, um, but I'm super excited that you're running, but what did I not ask you? What, what should people know about what you want to do? You know, should you be president of SOMR? You know, what, what's something that's, you know, that you think that's different that you bring to the table? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, uh, you know, I'm a serial entrepreneur, which, you know, uh, which is probably, I'm going to give away my age now. You know, I started my first company back in 1999. Uh, so, uh, you know, I've been in the industry a long time and I've worn a lot of different hats for everything from a researcher to, uh, you know, a strategist to head of sales and marketing to CEO. Um, uh, and I've, you know, I've, I've been through tumultuous times like we're going through now. You know, I think this pandemic has, you know, really reset a lot of people's expectations for their businesses in the last year. And it's been a real struggle for some folks. And I think uh, in some cases, associations have struggled to give real business advice versus research advice. And I, you know, there are a, a, a lot of folks that, that suffered a lot this last year. I'm, you know, I'm proud that my businesses, you know, survived the dot-com crash, survived the recession back in 2007 and 2009. And now, a pandemic. And, you know, so I think I've got a, a, you know, a unique perspective on, you know, how to, how to grow in turbulent times and ways that we can um, really modernize our, our associations and, uh, and the, and the, and the membership services that, that we offer so that they're relevant, not only to researchers, but also to, to business owners. And again, to these new types of companies that are, that are coming into the industry. Mm, I love that. I love that. So you yeah. mentioned that well, word that you use to describe yourself as that inclusive, you know, kind of person. But I also would uh, use, I think the first word that comes to my mind is generous. And I think you've always been generous with your time, generous with your advice. And yes, of course, you, you know, have paying clients as a strategist. But, you know, I have just been in so many conversations where you have just been generous to people, you know, with with just like really getting down to what is the issue, you know, that they have and trying to be genuinely helpful. So I appreciate that. And I think you and I are completely sold on the idea that the more collaboration we have, the better the industry is going to be, the better we are. We show up yeah. better when we when we work together. So I really Absolutely. appreciate that about you. No, and I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, I think generosity of spirit is something that's really important to me. I, you know, I've had a couple people say like, gosh, you're so busy and you're on this board and that board and you're advising this company. Like, how will you ever have time to be SMR president? You know, and there's this great saying, you know, if you want something done, give it to someone who's busy. Exactly. You know, I'm very efficient. Like the, the thing is, like having been on council for six years, I'm, I'm fortunate that I know the association inside and out now. 
and I see the real opportunities for growth. Um, and, and particularly in the markets where we haven't, you know, where we haven't been as strong, you know, South America, um, Africa, Asia Pacific, you know, enormous growth opportunities for us there. So I'm excited to, um, to have the opportunity to keep moving things forward. Well, I love it. And if you haven't yeah. talked somewhere and you're listening because you're actually somehow in the market research thing, go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Um, and obviously our, you know, there's going to be a lot of great diverse voices uh, for us all to choose from in voting this year. So Kristen, yes. thanks for always humoring me and coming on the show whenever <laughs> I ask you. <laughs> thanks for always having me, Priscilla. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a fan favorite. So it's not really that yeah. hard. <laughs> I appreciate that. (laughs) Awesome. Well, from all of us here at Little Bird Marketing, have a great day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.